Uh, what's up, everybody? I am Zach, and this is my buddy Clayton. We are starting this brand new podcast called Branched Out. Um, before we dive into the podcast, we're going to start how we're going to start every episode with a drink. Taking a drink. It's called Gator Bite. You can get it at your local Kmart. <laughs> I don't think people have Kmart in the States, man. <laughs> Absolutely Side not. note, we're in Guam, and for some reason, there is Kmart here. No Walmart. I think well, no. So Kmart tried to come here, and then, or sorry, Walmart tried to come here, and Kmart literally bought the property that they yep. were going to buy so that they couldn't do it. Super fucked. Yeah, it's, so it's it's a coffee-infused rum. It's, uh Yeah. All you uh, alcoholics out there, this is the go-to. Dude, this shit is so good. It's magic. As the bottle says, it is rich and awakening. Is that what it says on the back? <laughs> it says rich and it awakening. Does. Honestly, the bottle's the got a really cool design, it. too. Like, it just it just has, like, an old-timey vibe <laughs> to it. Buy room. Damn. That's what it says on the side of it. Yeah. But, damn. Yeah. I would, I would, if I had to rate this. Oh, we're now, rating. How much, alcohol, we're how much alcohol percentage is this? Is it high or is are it we, kind of low? Are we rating? It's, our, it's 26%. So are we rating for our videos? Is that, that, that feels kind of low for a, a, a liquor. Am I wrong here? It's not. I mean, for a liquor, I, I'm a beer bad. guy. It's not that bad. 40 is an average. If you're going to get like honey jack, it's like 35. But like a straight jack is 40%. But 26 is not bad. It's that's kind of like in the middle. That's not bad. I mean, if, if you're going to sit here and sip on it and expect to get drunk really fast, I suppose that's not really the case. But... This is still pretty. This is, dude. It's a good bang for your buck. Imagine as far getting, as no. Imagine as like going out, getting drunk as fuck, and then in the morning you're like mad hangover. I'm about to drink later today. <laughs> gator, more gator bite. Gator bite. <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, we just wanted to like do a podcast, kind of talk about some uh, some stupid shit, some real shit, and some military shit. So, yeah. so I think each time we're gonna it. start off with a drink. Uh, beer or booze, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about some stupid shit. We're going to talk about being in the military. I'm Air Force. He is Navy. Um, so we're going to talk about being in the military, but also like issues we face. I think that'll be kind of interesting. And then the last segment we're going to talk about, uh, is just being a guy and, you know, maybe the issues we face, the things we kind of experience on a day-to-day basis, uh, and you know our thoughts on things so and and like this isn't just for dudes we're not gonna be like bashing women yeah. the whole time we don't want to be like screw women they're terrible they no. don't know what it's like but uh side note we're also both pretty uh in tune with our emotions as guys so we're yeah. like the we're like the the set he's sensitive <laughs> <laughs> um so so we're not, yeah, we're not just me sitting here like bashing women, bashing women in relationships. We might ask some, you know, some interesting questions that, you know, it will engage the audience hopefully. And uh, hopefully we'll get some feedback from both men and women and, you know, yeah. get some real answers or some good questions that we can answer. Uh, I think that'd be fun. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, we kind of wanted to go through a quick introduction of ourselves. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm Zach. I'm 23. I'm in the Air Force. Uh, I am a photojournalist and public affairs specialist. Where are you from? I'm from Indiana. Uh, it's kind of from like a, almost like a little podunk town. It's like just big enough to be considered like a city. 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm Clayton. I'm uh, in the Navy. Uh, I'm an interior communications electrician. I work on navigational and communications systems on submarines. Uh, I'm from, I hope you don't know where this is, Bakersfield, California. Gross. And uh, I thought you were going to throw up like a sign for your straight gang sign in the middle of it. <laughs> hey, military. Uh, uh, I lived in Minnesota for, I don't even know, dude, since 2014. Okay. It's, uh, math. It's hard. I think it's funny that I, I said I thought you were going to throw up a sign and, and I did this. If that shows how wide I am and how from the middle of nowhere I am. I hate um, yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, I think it'd be interesting because we've got different views on different types of military stuff, uh, different experiences when it comes to relationships. Yeah. And yeah. I think the different branches thing, that's why we named it Branched Out. Um, but I think it'll be fun being from different branches because half the time when he talks, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's talking about like eight hour shifts and I'm like, what the fuck are those? 48 hour I'm shifts. Just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. We work 10 hour shifts in the Air Force. That's a joke. I was just messing. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not making Force joke. <laughs> you know you're going to. Don't I fucking lie. Will at one point, but it's okay. You can make the other. Probably not a good idea. But you know, um, what were we, what were we talking about first? Uh, we could just go into some bullshit. We're kind of cruising right along here. All right, you think you could take a punch from Mike Tyson in his prime, bro? Do I think I could take? A punch? <laughs> like in his prime? No, no, one hit. You just in the arm, not the face. Oh, in the arm? Yeah, you just gotta like. Damn. No, no passing out. You can hit the ground as long as you get back up in in a count out. Like you got to make it up before the clock shots or whatever. The... That is a tough question. I think I could do it, dude. I, getting punched in the arm one I mean, time. That's like, arm? is it gloves on or gloves off? We'll say gloves. On. Okay, gloves on because that's what you would expect. Yeah. I would take that punch. Yeah. Now, how much am I being paid? Am I just? Am I, is it just for no, the? No, it's just, just for, for the, the credibility of. Yeah. I got punched by Mike Dude, Tyson. If you, bro, if I could get punched by Mike Tyson, I'm doing it. You would just, dude. I got punched by Mike Tyson and I didn't pass out. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if you got hit in the face, you could say that. But if you got hit in the arm, I don't think you can like really say like uh, I didn't pass out. I mean, I feel like if you get punched in the arm, you're breaking your arm. That's kind of what my thought was. But, like, as long as you can get back up, you got some words. I mean, they hit each other, and they don't just snap an arm right away. They also do it for a living. Yeah, but that doesn't mean their bones are structurally more sound than ours. I mean, yeah. Unless you have, like, osteoporosis, which... That would be unfortunate. (laughs) Here we are. Day one. (laughs) <laughs> making fun of diseases. Going to hell. <laughs> this is already known. Straight, oh. straight up, it, is, it is known. I really hope my mom. So, speaking known. of that, I just said it is known, which is like a common phrase from the Dothraki in Game of Thrones. Have you watched Game of Thrones? No, dude. The first two seasons are essentially like a softcore porn. And I'm going to be honest, if I want to watch porn, I'm. Porn. I'm not gonna watch it. But the storylines story in porn suck. The storyline in Game of Thrones is amazing. Bro, I'm not. If I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna rather watch like. You ever seen? There's like a a, a porn version of like Pirates of the Caribbean. 
I swear to God, there's, I've never seen there's it. There's porn of everything. But like, that's you, my thing. Is if you I can type watch, in anything on the search bar. I'm if I'm going to watch porn, it's going to be porn based with a storyline. It's not, I mean, I'm not like freaking, here's your pizza, but it's not going to be a TV show with like legitimate for plots and for any uh, family members <laughs> that decided to listen to this podcast. We got to put it at the top. Like, explicit. If you're a family, just don't. Like, that's it. If you're young, also, get off of here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we can't have no little ears around. Um, and, yeah. <sighs> so you haven't watched Game of Thrones. So you don't know the magical no, dude, goodness I don't... that is Marvel. That's pretty much my life okay. at this point. All right. Uh, do you like uh, – so you like the new shows, right? Have oh, you Marvel stuff? Yeah. Have you liked Oh, them? dude, Loki? That's like my favorite – I haven't watched it at all. Give me like a quick breakdown of it. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. Dude. Well, all right. Don't he give me he essentially time. gets okay. So there's these like it's called the TVA. If I'm wrong, just make fun of me. I don't care. Um. So essentially, he like joins this group who catch him because like there's like different branches, hmm? branches, branches. <laughs> of uh, like timelines. So basically, the TVA. Is of the timekeepers trying to keep the original timeline. And so he's like, they recruit him essentially to catch a female version of himself from a different timeline. Which, like I we were talking about this before. It would have been it's like the perfect. Mul- it's situation. like Loki's multiverse. Yeah. That's is that kind of the basic Yeah, essentially. Okay. It's, I'm tired of this whole multiverse. I thought Loki was dead. Well, no, yeah, no, no. So remember, oh, this is before. Got, so remember in is this pre-Endgame? I don't remember which in, in Avengers it is because there's like freaking forty. Well, he died in Endgame. But you remember when he got captured when they and then remember uh, Captain kidding, America went back in time to go get the Tesseract and he was in handcuffs and he pretended to be Captain America while he was in handcuffs uh, and he got punched in the face. No, I don't remember. They were like in the building. I don't remember what building it is. Anyways, they were in a building. He was arrested. Well, he had picked up the Tesseract because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Tony Stark and Ant-Man and Tony Stark screwed up. I remember. Well, he goes back in time and then then started creating like time blips or whatever they call it. And that's when they caught him because he was supposed to die like in in the actual timeline. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I understand. Also, I said that he died in Endgame, and I'm retarded because he not, he died. He died. He died he's in. He's my favorite Marvel character. Don't want him. He died in Infinity War. I just want to correct the record. Anyways. I don't watch a lot. I mean, I've watched all the Marvel movies. I've watched them a couple times, but I'm not like a diehard Marvel fan. Dude, I, love I love Marvel. Marvel. I do love Marvel, and it's really fun. I will say, however, I fucking hate Captain America. <laughs> Oh, he's the most wholesome dude on the freaking team. I, I, I actually don't hate him. After Endgame, I don't hate him. Because he picked up the hammer, and it was fucking cool. Because he was until, so wholesome, yeah. he could pick it up. But until he picked up the hammer, I was like, wow, this guy is kind of just faster and stronger, and he's loyal to a fault, which is really annoying. <laughs> which is awesome. No, you know what's he awesome? actually has a weakness. Like, Superman is supposed to be, like, wholesome and has no weakness except for a freaking rock. Yeah. Don't even talk about the DC universe to me because they have Superman, but then they also have fucking Batman. Who Batman's just, a G, bro. Batman. He's cool. Superman. 
Nope. What? Batman could kill Superman. Dude, he literally carries every weakness with him. He I, literally has Kryptonite on his belt. I think Problem even solved. weakened down to a normal human state, Superman is bad. No, because all Superman has is his strength. Batman has like training and like can actually. True. This is true. Yeah. Superman as a human being is. I mean, look at like every Superman movie ever. He gets stabbed. Literally every single Superman movie gets stabbed with kryptonite and then he gets beat the crap out of him. Fair enough. And then someone pulls it out and he's alive still. Is it kryptonite in the show Smallville that he... Have you ever seen Smallville? Yeah. So it's kryptonite when he's like really weak. He's like, oh, I'm so yeah. weak. Okay. Which is weird that you... Because in like Superman films, they make it to where like he's not just a human. Like this dude is literally dying. And I'm like, what? Because you literally lived on this planet. Oh, made yeah. of kryptonite why doesn't it just make you like not a super monster being but maybe it's like do what you want the theory that oxygen is actually slowly killing us over our lifetime I don't care, now he doesn't dude. have kryptonite to slowly kill him over his lifetime and now he's now fucking straight through his lungs he's just super i guess I don't know. so so is cat is uh captain america your favorite marvel character then no dude loki is it really? Loki, absolutely. He's literally got a... He's kind of an asshole. I mean, he's really funny. But, like... I do like that he kind of becomes good he does, at the end right Everything before. that he does is a weird way of him, like, trying to do what he thinks is right. It, it's not right what he's doing, but, like, he wants to do good. Didn't he try to take over Earth Yeah, because he being? thought that that was the good of the... No. You're thinking of... No. He tricked Thanos, but he didn't. No, 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 no. Way before that, when he fucking brought the scepter to Earth and he opened the portal. Oh, for the aliens and everything? Yep, he no, opened the portal for the he aliens. Was, he was trying to take over Earth for he thought that's fucking what they, what's his name. He for, thought that's what they needed. <laughs> Just like Thanos, man. Thanos is. No, he's not good, though. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not. But he thought he was saving the world by. Yeah, but all, crazy people, half, all but, crazy people think they're right. So Loki's your favorite character and you're an evil person. I get it. <laughs> he's such a... I don't know who my favorite character I feel like is. He's gonna be I'd have to say Spider-Man is my favorite character because he's very... He, he's like supposed to be average. Tom Holland? So, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Okay. I'm, I'm I also that. enjoy the original Spider-Man. I don't like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man that much. I think I only saw each movie once and I was like, yeah, average. But, I like Andrew but, Garfield, Garfield better than Tobey Maguire. I'm honest, dude. The so only thing that makes Tobey Maguire not the perfect Spider-Man no. is that he's old. If he wasn't like 30 when he made the movies, no. he was fucking listen, listen, perfect. Bro, you're going to agree with me once I say this. Tobey Maguire is the perfect Peter Parker. Okay. And Andrew Garfield is the perfect Spider-Man. And Tom Holland is better Tom than Tom Holland both. is better than both. Yeah. I just like the banter that Tom Holland has, like all the jokes oh, dude, that he yeah. has during the like fights. Perfect. He's just like, hey, you forgot this, and slings like a fucking... <laughs> you dropped something. But like, like he just does some stupid shit and beats the shit out of everybody. Andrew Garfield's hilarious when he's Spider-Man, but he's super awkward when he's Peter Parker. Yeah. Because Peter Parker's, well, he's Peter supposed, Parker's to be supposed to be but a like, nerdy character, and Andrew Garfield is fucking Andrew Garfield. But it's not like... Like Peter Parker would have. Like Peter if they Parker were gonna pick like, a guy that was like in the similar category to Andrew Garfield, they should have picked the dude from How I Trained Your Dragon or uh, How to Train Hiccup, Your Dragon. Pick up the dude who plays yes. like the, yes. the sorcerer. Because he's like real nerdy, 
But I feel like he could I couldn't get past the voice, dude. The voice would bug me. Like, I love him. Like, he's such a great actor. But, like, him as Peter Parker, the voice would kill it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I feel like a dick. I just think Andrew Garfield is the worst Spider-Man because he's not a good Peter Parker at all. Tom Holland is sick. Tom Holland Tom is the go-to. He it is. makes sense with the comics. He goes through. He's, he everything. also looks like he's sixteen, which is perfect. He for is. Spider-Man. He's a child. Isn't he like twenty-three now? I don't want to talk about it. He's a child. <laughs> he's, he's sixteen. <laughs> for any girls who like crush on Tom Holland, just stop. I take. Oh man, I take it back. No, I, I I still like Spider-Man, even though Captain Marvel came in super late and somehow is like easily the best. Easily, I hate Captain Marvel. I love her. Why? Because she's like. All cocky and shit. She's just like because she has, I'm saving the whole ga- the whole universe. Captain Marvel's a dude. Captain Marvel is supposed to be a dude. She's she's Air Force. I have to like her. <laughs> I hate you so much for that. <laughs> no, she's tight though. So she's like, do you like? She's not funny. Do you like the Falcon? I will say that. No, Falcon's fucking. He's huge. Air Force. He's born. He's like legitimate. Still in the Air Force. So is uh fucking. Rhodey, isn't he? Is he? Rhodey is also in the Air Force. Yeah, fuck him. He sucks. Rhodey's gone because he's. Wait, are we allowed to say that about Lieutenant Colonels, <laughs> even fake ones? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the dude flies a metal suit. He's not. Oh, uh, dude, he's super weak. He's he's like Iron Man, but like great value version. Was was Falcon in the in the Air Force? I don't think he was. Now no, I, I think he was just. A I think he was dude that was friends. I don't know enough about Falcon because he's barely part of the series. He was in the no because his his gear is military. Yeah, he was in the military. The best scene that he has in the entire series is when Ant Man crawls into his suit and, dis- and deactivates it. <laughs> if you gotta watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's pretty. Good. I do need to watch. I do need to watch the new ones. Yeah, Captain I agree. I'll watch these new ones if you <laughs> watch Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> I feel like it, the rest of the seasons are good. And everyone's like, literally everyone I talk to, you just have to get through the two seasons. That's a lot of episodes. I don't think it's even getting through the two seasons. I think I, when I first tried to watch the, the show, I think getting through the first two episodes, maybe, was, was difficult. And after the end of the second episode, I was like, I have to see what's next. And that continued until like season the end of season three and then i was like holy shit this show's amazing season three four and five are fucking amazing Tyr- like Tyrion's speech Tyrion becomes everybody's favorite character how could he not be he's who's the dude that plays aquaman uh jason, jason Momoa. Momoa. Yeah. who's he play in game of thrones he, apparently he's a game of thrones yeah character. he plays uh he plays call drogo and he's he's probably the most that's, actual badass that's character. my favorite character i don't care he's he should jason be Momoa. He should be your favorite character, and he's fucking sick. And I don't, I can't give anything away because he's, it's too cool. But he has, he has a fight scene in there where he, yeah, you definitely have to see it. Look, see it. Like, rather, he like, he like just. I would rather up. watch all ten seasons of The Walking Dead in order than watch Walking Dead's pretty good too. Yeah, for the first like yeah. six or seven seasons. Yeah, while I was deployed, uh, we watched that a lot on nights, and I was actually surprisingly interested in it, despite. Completely avoiding it for like 15 years or 10 years, however long it's been going on. Every time people are like, watch Walking Dead tonight. I'm like, nah. It's been out forever. So Wild. Um, All right. Why don't we go ahead and jump into the military shit? Um, What do you think about – what do you think about like being away from home in the military? 
and this is a good weekend to talk about it because it's Fourth of July weekend, uh, and on holidays, people tend to feel alone in the military. So, what do you feel being in the military, being separated from your family or anybody you've ever known? I don't care. I, I like I love my friends and I don't care. Like I can go back to wherever home is considered and be like, hey, how's it going? They're like, yo, let's go do this. And it just yeah. picks up. But like, I'm not so, going to call anybody for the 4th of July. Bro. Well, I'm not going to. Yeah, I mean, I might, my, my family might call me. I'll probably talk to them for a few minutes. But I, I would say like, I definitely miss people more than I try to let on. Even to myself, I'm just like, especially when it comes to holidays, I'm like, damn, like I'm really not taking leave again. I've been, I haven't been home in five Christmases, which is really weird. Chris, I would say Christmas is probably the only one that's a little, like a little shitty. You know, it's really weird, but Christmas in Guam. Dude, I live in California. Like, it doesn't feel like, oh, I don't, oh yeah, you don't have sleep. <laughs> like, Christmas for us is like, didn't you live in Minnesota for out. years though? Yeah. I hate. So you shit. experienced snow on Christmas and you were like, this is what Christmas should feel like. And you start hearing like some Christmas No, dude, music. as long as I have a real Christmas tree, I don't care. Literally, I told uh, my boss on my ship that I was like, if if I have duty, so duty is like a thing where you have to stay on the ship overnight. If I have duty on Christmas, I'm sneaking a, a, a real tree onto the ship. I don't care. Like I have to have a real tree. That's like my thing. Other than that, I don't care. It's I think it's ironic that we're talking about Christmas and it is July. <laughs> well, that's a, the only holiday. I have a Christmas like, tree. I don't know why. Up in my that was literally why I was like Christmas. All right, I never celebrate Halloween. I can't do it. Let me explain the Christmas tree real quick. So I've been home for Christmas in five years. I never had a tree on Christmas since I joined the military, which was December of 2016. I joined. You can the military. buy one from Home Depot, like a real Christmas. True, but I was also deployed this Christmas. So the and my family sent me that tree like. A year ago, like before last Christmas. Not He's the, famous, by the way. He was on Operation Christmas on Netflix. Check <laughs> it out. He's in there. I make my little cameo where I walk through smiling like a fucking goober. But let me explain this Christmas tree, okay? Basically, this Christmas tree was sent to me by my family. I didn't get to put it up last year because I was waiting to move out of the dorms into my current apartment that you're seeing right now. Uh, and so I didn't put the Christmas tree up. I hadn't had a Christmas tree in years. And... When I finally, this year, I was like, I'm putting up the Christmas tree. And then I got the notification that I was deploying in like at the end of October. So I deployed, but the beginning of October, middle of October, I was like, I'm fucking putting up the Christmas tree this year. <laughs> Would you put it up in like July? I put it up on like October 12th <laughs> and it got put up on October 12th. You didn't even and wait. then I left it up when I left because I, le I ended up leaving a little late. I ended up leaving November 4th. November 5th. So November I left it up. And when I came back from the deployment on May 1st, I was like, it, first of all, I'm just too lazy to take it down. And secondly, now it's up and it's the middle of the year. It's a staple. I might as well fucking leave it. It's, it's only taken up like a cubic foot of space. So It always feels like Christmas outside in Guam because it's always sunny. Guam, yeah. yeah. So the the lights are there Christmas too. Christmas feels sunny here. So it's, I hate it. I don't. I think that uh, is another big one for me for like being away from home on holidays. Is the weather I can see. It, yeah, I'm used to four seasons in Indiana. We have, you know, good snow in winter. We have beautiful falls. We have hot summers. We have rainy springs. So you get the best of all worlds, which is cool. And in Guam, you have one season all year. And for some reason, that makes me really homesick. I can see that. I, I just, 
So if you don't miss, if you don't, if you're not really like missing your family and shit, <clears throat> um, what do you take leave? Like, where do you go when you take leave? Do I, you, I don't. How much leave do you have saved up? A lot. Like, probably like 90 days. You've been in for like three years. Three years. I took leave. You have 90 days? Yeah. I got to use them. Yeah. You're in use or lose. Yeah. In October. And <laughs> I'm so going to take leave and just chill out. Just enjoy. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so, it's like two, what, like 2,700 bucks to Why don't fly? you fucking, yeah, it's really expensive. That's another thing with Guam. I don't. It's like the cheapest ticket I've ever bought out of here is fifteen hundred dollars round trip. So that is another fifteen hundred dollars during COVID. No, it was way before COVID. It was the year before COVID. Twenty nineteen. That's not fair. Yeah, uh, no, I don't. I don't care. I took. Have you I ever took since you've been in? Have you ever taken a vacation like for yourself? Like, do you just go somewhere and fucking go skiing or go chill? Okay, when I was in California. Um, I took... So you had to take leave and went home? Yeah. No, I didn't go home. Oh, okay. When, so we were in Dry Dock, which is where our ship's getting maintenance done for like a year in Vallejo, which is like a contractor like city. And uh, I took leave for like 10 days and went to places. Uh, we couldn't leave. <laughs> oh, you were, you were supposed to stay within your radius? Yeah, I you... stayed within the area. Yeah, of it course. Was, there Naturally. It's a 300-mile radius. I think it was 300. It was something, but I stayed in it, so we're good. And uh, I went snowboarding. That's cool. pretty much pretty we, much it. So in the Air Force, we typically have hours as a radius. Sometimes a commander will be a complete asshole, and he'll be like, oh, you have to stay within an hour radius, which is ridiculous. Uh, that's not most commanders. That's well, very very imagine, few and far between. But most imagine, are either 4, 8, or 12. Could you imagine California? They're like, oh, one hour. You're literally driving like you're not going outside of the city of LA. Twenty blocks. If you're sta- <laughs> if you're in San Diego, dude. Yeah, like, I was gonna say there's a base in LA for Air Force, and if you were in LA and you tried to leave the city, you can't. Yeah, if you were in an hour for an hour. No, it's not happening. So they give you miles. Okay. And like That's Navy cool. bases is ridiculous. That's pretty cool. Dude. Like I know people that are stationed in San Diego, and they're like, I go to work like two hours early, three hours early, just to get to work okay. on time. So that's ridiculous. Yeah, Fuck that. I do not want to be stationed. I spend like. Third, it's supposed to be a thirty-minute drive. Realistically, it's like twenty. Every day, though, that twenty to twenty-five-minute drive is enough to where I'm like, "Wow, I'm this Subaru is not good on gas." Dude, I get to work in about twenty-five minutes, and you know how far I live. <laughs> I live, dude. So the speed limit in Guam is like thirty-five. Uh, I drive the speed limit um, naturally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely naturally. Um, but I live literally almost on the entire other side of the island, like. But I mean, yeah, you do drive the. You, if I if you live where I think you live, and I'm pretty sure I know exactly where you live, you literally drive the almost the full length of the island. The island's, the island's 30 miles long, and you are probably a good 27 I'm, 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 miles. I'm a good minute. <laughs> but the yeah, the weird thing about Guam, this is my biggest pet peeve with Guam. The seasons, uh, you know, it's a little depressing sometimes. The biggest thing about Guam that I hate. And the thing that angers me every day is there are either two or three lanes of traffic anywhere you go, 35 mile per hour speed limits. I know exactly. What you're and the say. fucking left lane is not the fast lane. But dude, you know what is the fast lane? The right lane. No, Nobody drives in the right lane. No, the fast lane is weave between people. No, no, dude, seriously. <laughs> try, ever try to not die. Nobody drives in the right lane because everyone's like scared of the potholes. And they're not that, they're not, they're bad. 
<laughs> they're bad. But they're not as bad as You've people think. You've never been in Indiana Dude, or Oklahoma. Minnesota potholes are trash. I, I lived in Minnesota. Dude, it wasn't that bad compared to Especially like I tell you, winter would come around and they'd like do the salt roads. Yep. And then they just wouldn't fix them. So like my school oh, pothole, fair. like <laughs> you'd be driving down that thing. If you have a low car, like my Mustang would die, bro. Absolutely. Like boom, to the floor, break a rim. You know what's weird? The section of road between where you live and the the, the north gate of Air Anderson, oh, it's of the Air Force Base. It's, it's terrible. And the funny part is, I don't even think it's that bad. I've got it down where I like weave between them. You know, like normal thirty five mile per hour. I would never go above that. Um, but <laughs> but everybody else decides that they have to take their crossover sport SUV. <laughs> At exactly 12 miles per hour over those potholes, or otherwise they will ruin their car. And I'm like, they're not that bad. Yeah, they're not that bad. Yeah. Everybody that is from Indiana or probably anywhere, anywhere in the Midwest, the Midwest or South knows roads where you either dodge the potholes or you do wreck your car. The cemetery where I went. You're like, Minnesota, dude, boom, I'm shit. Really... Did I just hit a, did, did I hit a deer or did I hit a pothole? <laughs> I just hit dinner. Oh, don't even put the lid on that. I'm finishing mine right here. Oh, shoot. Too late. All right. What do we got? What do we got next? Um, ooh. So we talked about being away from home and the military, specifically related to holidays. Obviously, Clayton is heartless. Um, I'm not. What about uh, relationships in the military? How do you feel that the military affects relationships and... Do you think the military is a good place to start relationships? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish the sentence. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Uh, it's, I feel like it depends on the branch too. Like I feel like it'd be easier in the Air Force. Am I, you think I'm wrong? I think you are wrong. I don't think it matters what. Well, okay. But like think about it this way, right? So I go on deployments. Yep. Say, say I'm on a real, a real ship. Yep. And I'm on a deployment for ship. like nine months. Out of those nine months, I can't make phone. I can make phone calls, but they're brief phone calls. I, I can't like message. People. So I have a friend that's on uh, the Frank Cable. Is it the Frank Cable? The Frank Cable or and the she's, here? It's yeah, and yeah. It's not here right now though, is it? No, it's, the cable's it's, here. They don't leave. It's building. Wait, 40, no, it's bro. not the Frank Cable. Then I'm tripping. Then it's my ship, the Amarillo Land. No, it's not here. Okay. It's not here. They they left San Diego and they're like in the Pacific Ocean right now. I feel. Oh, like so it was one of those strike groups. Uh, no. Okay. I don't know where. Anyways, at. there's a ship. Anyway, my friend is on the ship, and she has Wi-Fi. Like most, I think she said they turn it off for like six to eight hours a day. What? They have Wi-Fi on the ship. Like she was messaging me on Instagram. Just bro, no. Which means that you can make phone calls. No, bro, that's not no. I don't know what kind of ship that is. That's a cruise ship, bro. Yeah, yeah. Phone calls. Yeah, she's on a cruise ship. Yeah. That's a big difference than a military ship. We we don't. Oh, the, not a cruise. No, she's on she's on a na- like she's on a naval carrier. I don't know what it, a what carrier. Like I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. To be honest, that's I, a whole nother, I feel like it's that's a, carrier, a city, bro. Sure. I don't know what to tell you about yeah. that stuff. But like, so he doesn't really know about the, how the navy works. <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. You're not wrong. Um, but like, 
Yeah, I'm sure it's definitely a little bit different. But in the end, you still have electricity. You can still like bring a little laptop and play video games and all that shit. Well, yeah, but you're it's all online, offline games. And right now, dude, oh, that's in the a good world, point. there's no there's very minimal. You're literally playing like brick breaker on. Your I guess phone. it depends on if you're like on a a real navy ship or if you're on this like a navy ship. I want to. Maybe he's the only navy ship that doesn't have Wi-Fi. There's only two of our ships in the entire navy, so it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> And they're like 40 years old. Like oh. They're ready to go into the ground. Yeah. Damn. Wild. Yeah, I would say that the, de- the deployments are definitely a little different. Yeah, you say you can't make phone calls and it's hard to like be able to talk to your family or, or in this case, uh, your significant <laughs> other. Other people. Yeah. But uh, in the Air Force, you're deployed on like a tiny little base or, you know, some, I guess some I deployed locations work at all. It's a desert. I just see that your and friends are like going to places for like two days or one day. Oh, no, no, no. Hours. Those are TDYs. You guys have TDYs too. You just They're don't, different. you don't have it if you're attached to a ship. We have flyaways, which you, is like if other places. Yeah. You don't have it if you're attached to a ship, but I have a buddy who's uh, an aircraft mechanic yeah, in the Navy and he's, TDYs. and he goes everywhere. He's gone all over the world. I wish I would have joined the Navy, but. Um, I wish I would have joined the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, at least as far as deployments go, which in the Air Force, like, you don't deploy as much as in the, as in the Navy. And, dude, I know people, my buddy's about to get mad at me because he's one of these people, but I'm not calling him out, um, who are like, the whole statement of like, oh, military people like to get married early. And I feel like it's genuinely because they're like scared to lose the person. But I'm like, dude, if they can't stick it out for like a year, how are they going to stick it out when you're married? Yeah, that's a good point. They can't because yeah. it, you, the whole point of waiting and having a relationship is to build that concept of like, oh, yeah. this person is going to stick with me. Yeah, And like, I feel like the military makes it a lot harder because you can't like you literally have to like leave for like six months and then come back and just pick up where you're at yeah but you know but again like in the in the air force at least you don't necessarily deploy as much for the most part when you're in the air force your job is your job and you're there and it's just a regular job and i mean up until up until the point that i actually like two months before i deployed so this was you know three and a half years into the air force I didn't think I was ever going to, I thought I was going to do my, well, at this point, five years, I extended to come out to Guam. So I thought I was going to do my five years, my four years, originally my five years, uh, without deploying once. And nobody I knew in my career field had deployed, uh, at least not in our, in our career field. They deployed for like a, a, the same job that I ended up deploying for, which is escort duty. But so it was kind of just like, okay, it's a nine to five type of job or eight, or eight to four, yeah, seven, sounds, seven to four. Sounds nice. Yeah. So it's, it's just weird because, uh, I'm like, I'm still used to it being like a, you know, a normal, like seven thirty to four thirty type of job. But in the end, I still, even though the air force is different than the Navy and I'm sure the Marines and army, uh, I still feel like it's a terrible place to begin relationships, have relationships. Um, long distance relationships are very real and prevalent in the military and, I mean, it's. I tried it. Did not. Uh, it did dude, not go well. I haven't had a single real relationship that wasn't long distance since I joined the Air Force. I've only had two real relationships since I joined the Air Force. Both of them were long distance. It's a bad idea. I only had one, but not that long distance were, isn't possible. But yeah. 
I would say long distance is better when you already have a pre-established relationship. But even then, we see in the military where military members cheat and spouses cheat, and it is super prevalent. It's, I mean, it's made into like a big joke all over social media and shit, but realistically, I was in the desert with people who were just like, yeah, I have a wife back home. What about her? You know? And I'm like, that's super fucked up. I literally was like up on the smoke deck like three days ago. And this guy was like talking about the military. And he's like, if you have a military, if if you're married in the military, you have a girlfriend, you're not actually married. Like she's free game. And I'm like, what? And it's weird because like when you're a little kid, you get this idea that like military people have like these high level of morals and that they're like so (laughs) mentally better than everybody else. (laughs) And then you get in and you realize half the people are shit. There's good people, but like when it comes to relationships, the morality, morality, the morals are just not there. I mean, and and yeah, you say that. Like you said, there are good people. So I want to make that clear. There are good people, uh, but there are also a lot of – and I think the un, very unfortunate part is that if you have the bad people who are in the military, they're the ones that cheat, that are military. But if you have the good people, they're typically with the spouses that are going to cheat, which is super fucked up. And <laughs> I got nothing to say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trash. Yeah. I, you know, and that's it's funny because uh, rela- I think like relationships is. One of my big reasons for getting out. There's a lot of other. I would really agree. Good That's reasons. another big reason for me. If yeah. I do is is like relationship wise. Yeah. I I mean I definitely I actually thought I'd be married by 23 and starting to have kids by 25. But don't, don't but do uh it. but yeah, being at this point in my life and like seeing like okay like I absolutely want to have you know a wife and kids at some point and being in the military where you move around every two to three years. If you move around every two years. That means you get to the place, and if you start dating someone immediately, that still puts a two-year timeline on either marrying them or doing long distance. And typically, people will be like, they'll just marry them. But for the few and far between that do the long distance, it ends up not. You either do it for six months and you decide, okay, I'm going to marry you. You need to come out here with me. Or the opposite happens where the relationship goes south because it's long distance and uh, and. The relationship ends. I think if you're going to do a relationship in the military, I think the hardest part is that timeline. Either either you're going to be with them or you're not is, this is the established like concept. But I feel like the best way to do it is be like, look, this is where we're at in life. At one point, I'm going to leave and like I still want to talk to you and I still want to like try to make this work. But if it doesn't work, you have to be willing to be like, okay, it did not work yeah. and just move on. Yep. But – I mean, I guess maybe that would make your time in the military go faster. Just have relationships over and over again. <laughs> Two-year relationships. Hey, they're gone. You know, move on. Next person. Two years. Oh, Guam. It was good. Guam. You mean Brittany? Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that assignment. <laughs> Brittany's not a real character. I've never dated a Brittany. <laughs> oh, good man. lord. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about negative experiences in the military, negative uh, side effects, if you will. You want to talk about good things? 
Give me your best experience that you've ever had in the military. You go first. I might need some time. Oh, fuck. I asked you the question. I was expecting a second to think. You wanted time, too, didn't you? Yeah, I did want time. Okay. Dude, I mean, best experience in the military? You, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with job related first, and you know maybe you say your job your best job related experience, and then we'll you know we'll go back and forth with non job like friendship related or experience related whatever. I think my best uh, experience in the military, as far as something that shaped me as a person and as a worker and all that type of stuff, like um, I I was at a I was at my first base and I was absolutely terrible at my job. Like, didn't know anything about photography. Wasn't really that interested. I came in wanting to write. So I had no idea how to do photography and I wasn't good at it. And I didn't even, because I wasn't good at it, I hated it. And I had a supervisor who didn't, he didn't know. I don't think he knew how to teach me photography. He was also traditionally a writer. And so he wasn't very supportive of that. Mm. He left. I had another supervisor come in. Who on the very first day, he asked me, he asked me and the other two airmen that were in the shop, uh, if we liked our job and I was the other two, one of them really genuinely liked the job and we all knew it. The other guy was a senior salty senior airman who hated the job and was actually actively trying to cross train out of it. But he said, yes, both of them said yes. And, and he came to me and I'm the youngest airman in the shop. And I was like, no, I hate this job. Can't wait to get out of the military and be done with it. Uh, and I think he made it like a personal mission to, change my outlook on that not just on that but also make me a good photographer and he took me out on shoots he you know he would actively teach me he, and he's a tech sergeant so typically tech sergeants in the air force uh, e6 in the air force at least in my career field doesn't necessarily do the job they will they're paper pushers they're back they're managing the shop and he was the the enlisted leader for our shop so he was running the shop but he took the time out to take me out to these shoots and show me what was going on and how to do it. And then he took me out to do shoots outside of work and made it part of training and, you know, like made it fun. He took me out to shoot the Milky Way several on several times. He'd be like, Hey man, come, come shoot the Milky Way with me tonight. We'll take some time off of work tomorrow, yeah. which is really cool. And you know, we'd go out there at like 1am and shoot the fucking Milky Way in the middle of Oklahoma, which was tight. Uh, and, and it, all these things that I learned about photography, like realistically came from him. Uh, so that was like a really positive experience in the air force that taught me both how to be a good photographer and how to be a good, like supervisor and mentor and teacher, yeah. which is super, which was super cool. And it shaped me as a person being able to like, think about, think actively think about how I can help benefit other people in their career that work with me that maybe aren't as skilled or are newer or whatever. I like, so I, I love my job. I really, I enjoy working on submarines. I enjoy, <laughs> no, like genuinely, no, I swear <laughs> to God, dude, I love the electrical concept. Um, it's not something that I want to do for the rest of my life. Like we've had that conversation, but I would say that my biggest thing that I really do like is there are some people that are like genuine people. The hardest part about it is finding those people. Cause I know there are a lot of people that you're like, Oh, these are genuine. And then, Yep. And they're not naturally, but, uh, there are those small few that you get a relationship. Like there's people that I went to like a school with, which is your, what is it? AIT? We call it tech school. Your, your tech school. AIT. Yeah. And, uh, that I still talk to like 
on a monthly basis, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for me, like that's mm-hmm. a decent amount. Um, I would say those relationships are like the biggest things, like people that you know that you're going to stick with and talk to yeah. all the time. But it's pretty much. Yeah. We got a couple yeah. of those too. Actually, I, I think some of the people I met at my first base, you know, that supervisor, shout out to tech sergeant or master sergeant, Eric Cardenas. Super, Ooh, super dope guy. Name dropping. Um, I had a couple, a couple other friends there that were super tight. I also had a lot of fake friends there, so you know that was <laughs> something I had to learn for myself. But here in Guam, my second assignment, I have had a lot of really great experiences with friends and uh, made a lot of friends that I would absolutely consider lifelong friends. And uh, sadly, they all just left the island. So oh, thanks. <laughs> no, no, no. We, <laughs> we just met, man. <laughs> And we're doing podcasts. We, we met about a month ago. Homeboy came up to me in the bar and asked if I wanted to play pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was an empty-ass bar, and I already spent like an hour and a half playing pool. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? And then fast forward to now. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. You know what I love about the Navy? Here's the good thing about the Navy. Tattoos. Tattoos. I get tattoos. Now, I, would, I was going to say, that actually is a really big like common trend like in the air force people get tattoos all the time but in the navy everybody is well, absolutely a, covered in tattoos their whole arms show them your tattoos bro <laughs> yep I, his whole arms his it's hands a, it's, a tradi- it's a traditional thing well yep. actually probably not anymore i'd say like 50 percent of my tattoos are from before the navy yeah and like do I you have any that are navy related tattoos. i don't think so i kind of refuse to do that until like yeah I- same <laughs> I, but, um, I knew people that got like the Air Force get symbol, the, and I was like, pin full across my chest, and the anchor is going to be the middle part of the East Wash pin. The whole chest, <laughs> the whole stomach. Bro. I know people that it's got the Air the Force thing. the Air Force symbol somewhere and the on them, and I was like, Ugh. the bottom of the anchor is going to wrap my fat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be nipple to nipple anchor top, and. <laughs> And the anchor bottom is just the bottom is just wrapped around the fat. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I not. hope to God I see that someday. That it's not, it's not happening. But um, like traditionally, tat it's super dark. You know why Navy people can get tattoos all over the place? Because they're depressed. No. Oh, okay. It's so that so like World War Two and stuff. It was so if we get blown up, they could piece us together like a puzzle. <laughs> That's like the genuine reason. You know what's funny about that? Y'all didn't get blown up. Y'all stayed on your ships. No, we, we I mean, other we than Pearl did, Harbor, like, terrible situation. But other than Pearl Harbor, war, y'all stayed on your ships and you were just like, bomb, 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 bomb. Well, I mean, like, look at like, an Air Force didn't do anything either. Uh, well, we were the. So, the like, Army the Air USS Cole in 2001 got hit by uh, a suicide bomber and it killed like 17 people. Oh, that's crazy. I don't know if they had tattoos and got pieced together like a puzzle. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's so that's not that's it's really, not funny. That's, not, that's really jacked up. But like it's a it's a thing that like tattoos are a huge concept. Like and like you go to different commands and like they get tattoos or like uh, I got to get my doves because I've been over five thousand mile nautical miles. Don't get that as get, a tattoo. I do want to get the doves. Okay. So like for ten thousand miles, Ten thousand nautical miles. You'll get two doves, and then you'll get a ribbon for for uh, like five thousand more, and then you add stars, which is something I do want to do. That's cool. And there's like different things. 
like uh, boats and mates get hold fast tattooed on their knuckles because they're dealing with the line and if they let go of the line people can die nice. but like you know maybe i can convince my dad to get his nautical miles tattoos he spent six years in the navy Shout he doesn't out. have any I'm he, kind of he has one tattoo and he got it with the rest of the family we're all harry potter nerds harry potter tattoo shout out to philly jesus philly G- <laughs> no way you're joking. My dad's, name is, my dad's name is Greg. He doesn't like to be called Philip. So you call his first name is Philip. He doesn't like to go by Is Phillip. his middle name Gregory? His name is Greg. Yeah, his okay. middle name is Gregory. Okay. He goes by Greg. He doesn't like to be called Phil or Philip. I can't. I so me and my so sister have made it our personal goal. Me, like s- <laughs> me and my sister have made it our personal goal to call him Phil or Philip. You call your... Okay. <laughs> but maybe I can convince... Can, can convince... Uh, Just call him... Dad, 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 to, uh, <laughs> maybe I can convince him to get some some Navy tattoos. I mean, like he's, very, he's actually eventually. very prideful about being in the Navy, which is surprising because he did his six years and he got out. And uh, I feel like at the time he probably thought the same as me. So maybe someday I'll look back and I'll be like, "Oh, really glad I joined the Air Force." Oh, but, when I get but out, now I fucking hate it. When I get out, I'll probably get more Navy tattoos. But like, whack. While while I'm in, it's not <laughs> it's not happening. Man. I absolutely refuse to ever get Air Force tattoos. I just here, here's my hair for, so for me. Like tattoos are like a scrapbook of your life. Oh, that's so fair. like, yeah. When I get a tattoo, it's something that has drastically affected my life, and I'm not gonna be like the so, person. So I most of your tattoos about. have meaning to you, which is it's pretty cool. Except for that 49ers one. Is that all I do is lose, 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 no matter what? Yep. Also, what's your team? Colts. <laughs> yeah, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be winners right now if Andrew Luck didn't retire. <laughs> all right, tank. All right. Let's move on. We're pushing our timeline here. Our last segment of the day is going to be what it's like being a dude. So we've got a couple short topics here that we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll dive into deeper, deeper topics uh, for being a for being a guy in different episodes in the next episodes. Yeah, we uh, but this time, it. you know, it's crazy. We talked so much about the military, and I thought that would be like. The smallest. I didn't think it would be the smallest, but I thought it'd be like something that neither of us really wanted to desperately talk about, which is nobody talks about it. We did pretty good. Um, so <laughs> my question for you, actually, here this this one's your question. The other question is mine. The last one? No, the first the first one of the last line. So the last one. Yeah, the last line. Okay. Yeah. The male equi- What is the male equivalent of flowers? <laughs> what is like the what? Male? What would you want instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. booze? So <laughs> you want booze? That's <laughs> dude. You buy me a bottle of booze? Could you imagine, bro? You go on a date with this girl and you're like, oh, I'm gonna buy her flowers. You go buy her flowers, and you show up to her door. You knock on the door. She's got like a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> God's gift to mankind. That is I, a keeper. I think that's really funny, um, especially given what my second question is. But that's. That's funny because, you know, women want these like beautiful thing that just dies. Dude, give me and, socks. And men, and men, <laughs> and men want a bottle of alcohol that they're gonna down in a couple days, Dude, a day a or socks. a couple days, and they're gonna get drunk and like act like a complete fool. And it's the greatest thing ever. Like absolutely the greatest thing ever. You know, I think that differs from male to male though. What would you want? What would I want instead of flowers? Dude, I'd take socks. I would rather get socks as a gift than go buy them. I don't know. I don't think about it too often. Um, man, I mean, I guess a bottle, like a. The thing is, 
The thing I want, if I want like a good bottle of scotch, which I have never bought myself a bottle of scotch because it's so expensive. I but thought you were about to say. If I want a good bottle of scotch, like a decent, an average decent bottle of scotch, that's like a good 80 bucks. And that's more than flowers. No, no, no. I'm talking, bro, you give me a bottle of Jack. I'm happy. I'm not, maybe, maybe if a girl got me a case of beer. Cab more, case I'd be of beer. A case of beer. That's only like 15 bucks. I literally thought you were going to say a bottle of wine. And I was really like, you, you're joking. That would be ironic given my second question. No, I don't like one. Um, <laughs> that would be Dude, extremely real, ironic. Any like stuff that you were supposed to have, but like don't think, have yet, or is like getting old, I'd be happy with because then I don't have you know, to go out and buy. I think that's. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna address this point because I think it, I think the male equivalent for flowers is very different based on the type of guy you are. Me and him, we go out to bars. That's how we met. That's what we do. He's literally wearing a Jack Daniels hat. Um, a fisherman, a guy that fishes a lot. That's his hobby. He wants fishing gear. He, you could get him a thing of tackle and he would be fucking stoked. Uh, a gamer would be fine with a fucking brand new video game that you know maybe he isn't even that interested in, but he'd be stoked to get a video game. Yeah. A fucking car guy would be interested I mean, you're not going to buy like... I feel like dudes aren't that complicated for that stuff. It's literally like, what do you like to do? Oh, here's a... Yeah. Bottle of liquor. I would... Here's a... Advice to women. If you're going to get the dude... If you're ever thinking about like, what's the male equivalent of flowers? Think about what your dude likes. Don't think... It's not that complicated. Think about what your dude likes. If he likes cars, obviously you're not going to buy like really any car parts. Food, bro. I'll take food. I think most dudes would say any, any type of food. Yeah. I'd be fine with a Papa John's gift card. Bro, bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the fact that you went out and bought me a bag of chips. Men are really happy. fucking simple. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't like, because normally you don't expect anything. Like, on a yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, it's like a thing. No. Dude gets flowers. Dude gets flowers. Female gets Free dinner, a, a date, and free dinner, like, and flowers. <laughs> they and get, flowers. They get free. Fl- they get flowers. They get free dinner. They get. They don't even pay for gas. Like maybe this date is the most awkward thing ever. Because to be fair, a lot of dudes are weird, and I think part of that is the pressure that is put on men to be like perfect for the date. Because women have the ability to choose in the relationship. They get to choose who they want, what they want, height, everything. But men don't really have that option as much. And so the woman gets the privilege when it comes to dating. But if you're already in a relationship and you're expecting the man to get you flowers on Valentine's Day and at least once or twice other times per year, depending on the man, some men just get their chick flowers like all the time, which is really cool. Like that's awesome. But if if a woman is looking to do something for their man, I would definitely think like find out whatever they like. Dude, I'll take flowers. They're gonna die in like I two days. Flowers. I mean, I don't want them, but like the fact that you—it's a gesture. It's definitely a gesture. Yeah. But I mean, I would rather have a cactus because they're low maintenance. Yeah, they're not, they're not gonna, die. gonna die in like two. Days. They're not gonna die, and they're like—I don't know. I mean, of all the plants, at least the cactus, cactus is like cactus. Cactus. Shit's strong. <laughs> <laughs> you were literally talking about how weak. I wasn't saying how weak it was. I was asking. That's I was strong. curious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would say like, yeah, just find something that is Probably. interesting to your man because each man is different. There's no, Give me a ball cap. now that I asked the question, it's good that we talked it out because there's really no male equivalent of flowers. It's all depending on what your man likes and what 
Because like flowers are like a, a universal what thing would, for What would I like to receive? A t-shirt. Not necessarily food. I would say any type of adventure. If a woman said, actually, I'll pick one specific thing because this is my favorite fucking thing on earth. If a woman said, we're going go-karting. But that's a go-karting. I would fucking take it in a heartbeat. I love go-karting. <laughs> if, the, if the girl said, hey, I'm taking you out. You can pay for dinner. I don't care. But I am paying for go-karting and that's the male equivalent of flowers for you. You know what? Let's not. I would be like, so let's not explain the situation, but he's mad at me because I went go-karting without him. Just That's only part there. of the situation. Stop, stop there. <laughs> Please. He did go go-karting without me. And I was real pissed off about it. I don't think he knew that go-karting is like my favorite thing ever, but when I made it very clear that I loved go-karting, he and this other person still excluded me from the go-karting. <laughs> well, it's not the best go-kart track that I would have ever been to. Dude, or it, even awesome. like, it would have been like a very average go-kart track. It was track pretty compared. cool. Fuck you. Eat shit. <laughs> we even got to ride in like one of those ATV buggy things. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. No flowers for Zach. I'm just fucking over here. Just I'll buy you flowers, Zach. I got gator bite. Life is good. <laughs> All right. The next uh, question question. Related to alcohols. Alcohols. How do you feel about the stigma for manly drinks. Like men have to drink this or they're a pussy. Or if you get a fruity drink at a bar, you're all girly or whatever. Like what do you feel about that? Are you are you the type that like falls into that stigma? Which is okay. It's it's whatever, but kind of like I'll make jokes, but I don't essentially care. I think it's okay to actually like those drinks, but I don't think it's okay to pressure other men towards those drinks just because they're manly drinks. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but like normally no so normally it's not like a dude's getting like a, a martini right it's not like that martini like, sounds gross to be honest <laughs> normally a dude will be like can i get a beer and i'm like dude you're just you're just drinking a beer like <laughs> i'm like yeah i want my fucking light beer of course i want my light beer i'm gonna take that shit to the grave i'm like well i also say we not... went to say we went to a fucking restaurant. Um, let's say a Mexican restaurant because they always have all kinds of drinks, whatever you want. Let's say I got a margarita oh, I'm that a had joke. some fruity shit. I'm making a joke. You're going to make a I joke mean, about it? Yeah. I'm not going to be like – Toxic. I'm not – no. Like I'm not like – dude, it's just a joke. Like I'm not going to like walk up to some random dude that's drinking a martini at some bar like, <laughs> you're a pussy. Like, <laughs> suck it up and buy a jack. Get some honey. Like, <laughs> yeah, drink whiskey straight because that's manly. I don't drink whiskey. That's a, a devil. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> when you hear that, bro. <laughs> as he, as he goes to take this, as he goes to straight from the bottle to drink. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Um, I, you know, that's funny because way before I was ever even legally allowed to drink, I never drank illegally. But I didn't feel hypothetically. I didn't feel <laughs> hypothetically if I could drink, I did not feel that men should be forced to drink drinks that taste bad just because it's manly. I don't know anybody. If a man wants to does. drink a a Red's blueberry ale, they should be allowed to drink a Red's right. blueberry ale. I'll be honest. That drink is fucking good. I like Red's apple ale. 
I like Smirnoff. The apple ale is fine. If you've never tried the blueberry ale, it'll change your life. I'm not a... But if a man wants to go to a Mexican restaurant and get a fucking margarita that has a big red soda dipped inside of it and it's all fruity and delicious, fuck it. I'm going to make a joke. Eat shit. I mean, I'm going to be like, dude, enjoy, (laughs) but I'm going to make a joke. I think, you know, and it's it's fine because after, after you know, a couple years of drinking now, on the average night, I'm going to have a, a Modelo beer. But you like, know that's I'm going to make That's my go-to at a bar. I'm going to drink a Modelo. If I'm at home, if I'm drinking a canned beer, it's going to be a Coors Light or something like that. Coors Light, Miller Light, whatever. So I typically drink a drink that doesn't necessarily taste that good, but I've acquired the taste for it and I love it. But if I wanted to get a fruity drink and – Somebody said something to me about it just because it's not manly. I would be like, eat shit. But Enjoy you know your know, shitty tasting I'm just going to, first of all, my drinks are phenomenal. He, by the way. He does have Gator Bite. And this by the is way. His suggestion, it's really fucking good. Greatest drink in the world. If you're broke, you know what it is. Uh, Tampico. You can find it at your local Walmart. Unless you're in Guam. They don't have it at Kmart. But... Tampico and Jack Honey, I promise you, on your life. It's the greatest. You could put like three shots in that thing and you won't Weird. Get it. Uh, I saw one lately. They call it the Corona Sunrise. You drink like just the neck of the bottle of Corona. So you get it down to where it's just the oh, base of the yeah, bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen these. And then Pretty good. I forget what's in it. Maybe tequila and orange juice. Yeah. And grenadine. Grenadine. I think that's what it is. The hell is grenadine? It's an alcoholic flavoring. Like it's got a small percentage of alcohol, so but it's a sweet, it's a sweet thing that they add to like mixed drinks. So fruity stuff. Yes, it's <laughs> fruity. <laughs> but this Corona Sunrise looks good as fuck, and I no, want dude, like I try it. I'll, that's, I'll try them. Hey, that's just, our, that's next week. What's next week? Corona Sunrise. Oh, we're gonna get that's on hey, you, dog. I don't know what. I, hey, I already said we're alternating each week on what drink we choose. So next week is my drink. So and I'm words, choosing the Corona Sunrise because I've never tried it and you've never tried it. So in other words, my week is gonna my weeks are gonna be like liquors. hard liquors and yours are gonna hey, be fruities and beers. I'll sit here and drink it. Okay. In the end, I'm getting drunk and uh, talking a bunch of bullshit and also serious talks with a buddy. So week three is absinthe. Absinthe. And we're just gonna fucking Lord. I'll bring no, dude. I'll, I'll we'll do the whole thing. Like, are we I'll doing shots or are we doing drinks? Drinks. Dr- I promise you, drinks are better because, like, the drink if you do it the actual way, there's a sugar cube and there's like water. All right, hey like man, I'll, I'll trust you to, and I'll light it on fire for you guys. Sick. It's a process. <laughs> it's cool. All right, fair enough. I had a, I did, I did used to have this drink at the bar occasionally with a, a girl who she liked a drink called a flaming Dr Pepper. Sounds good. I forget what it is. It's uh, it's one of those like absinthe where it's I'm like assuming super, there's Dr. Pepper in it. No. It's beer and then something like absinthe. Uh, I think it's the other – it's like the other one where it's like a super high alcohol proof but it's a clear liquor. And uh, it's a shot and you light it on fire and then you drop it in a cup of beer and obviously the fire goes out. And when it mixes with the beer kind of like a, uh, an Irish car bomb – you drink it real fast, and it tastes like Dr. Pepper. It's really cool. It's a cool drink. It's fun to it's fun to uh, fun to I'd have. Try it. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'd try it too. We can figure I've out what's in it. it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, fuck it. I'll just text her and ask. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, cool. So that's, that's pretty much 
I think that pretty much wraps up our episode of Branched Out uh, with your boys, Zach and Clayton. We sat here and drank some Gator Bite, talked about all kinds of stuff. Uh, who knows what we'll come up with next week, but next week we will definitely be drinking a Corona Sunrise. Sometimes it's so. probably going to be less military, more relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Less for military. sure. I wouldn't expect the same thing every time. Yeah. This is going to be a very, like a varying type of podcast. Just going to talk. Uh, and, enjoy life. Yeah, yeah. But expect some real topics because, you know, we're not going to sit here and just joke the whole time. A lot of the times we're going to come up with real topics and, you know, dive deep into personal experiences and, uh, opinions on different matters and whatnot so yeah pretty much it cool uh thanks for watching yeah definitely catch us next week appreciate it